Welcome to the Blockchain Hustle, where I take a look at some interesting plays of how blockchain technology is opening up new business vistas across multiple industries. Hi everyone, this is your host Meenu Sareen with another episode of the podcast Blockchain Hustle. We've been talking about NFTs, the non-fungible tokens, and in the previous episode, which I themed it as where is your NFT stored, I shared about the decentralized storage for your NFTs. And in today's episode, I will share a bit on one of this decentralized storage, which is called IPFS, the Interplanetary File System. Initiated in 2015 in uh, Protocol Labs, this IPFS is basically a peer-to-peer, a P2P distributed system for storing and accessing your files, your websites, applications, and data. And it is all about how the information is transmitted when we are moving towards a more distributed and a more resilient web. And this is based on something called content addressing. Now, because this content addressing was a new topic for me, I decided to look into that. And in order to understand the term, I revisited how the existing uh, web addressing works. So what we have in the centralized web, which is the location addressing, is that let's say I have some content, some photos or some articles to share. And I put it on a website, which is on a centralized server, and I share the location of that file as a URL. And then this content can be accessed or addressed from anywhere using this URL. So what you do basically is that you type in this address, this URL into your address bar of the browser, and then your computer checks with the centralized servers. A client, in a client-server model, it checks with the centralized servers and it accesses that data. So in other words, my content is stored in the centralized servers and that is being addressed by an identifier which points to the location where my content lives. And this is the location addressing, location being the identifier. So this is how our existing addressing works. Now, while the system and HTTPS have served us quite well, it does have a few limitations. The first one is the basic drawback of a client-server model, which is centralization. And hence, associated with it, you have your data control and resilience issues. The other one is that This HTTP protocol, it was incepted to load websites and to move around small files, but not for the huge data files. And now we are talking about huge audio, video, and really huge files, that kind of a content. You're talking about high definition video streaming. So all that stuff is pretty big. Uh, So what basically HTTPS does is that it downloads the files from a server one at a time. Whereas when you take the case of a P2P IPFS system, the content pieces are retrieved from multiple nodes at once. 
So it's basically is leading to an efficient distribution of your high data volume and that too without duplication. So these couple of constraints, and perhaps there are more, these are uh, IPFS attempts to address some of these constraints. So how does it do that? <clears throat> how does it do that? Uh, let's see in this new mechanism. So we are now talking about a decentralized web. So as I understood how this IPFS works, is that you take a file, which is your content, and then you hash that file using a crypto algorithm. And then you're using that hash as your address. So if I want to access this file and I have the hash, I would check the network, which is the IPFS protocol here. I will check the network as to who has this hash. And then the IPFS will check the entire network for that hash, or rather it checks the if anyone has the data that corresponds to that hash. And I co connect then to the corresponding node and the node which has got that hash and that file would be downloaded. It's a peer-to-peer. -peer. So here you see that the data identifier is the hash. And as the hash is the content itself, the file content itself, because you remember you derive the hash by running the crypto algorithm on your file, on that content. So the identifier is the content itself, albeit in a different representation. It's an encrypted, it's a hash representation of your content. So this addressing by the content is called content addressing and content here is the identifier. So earlier we had the location as the identifier and now we are talking about content as the identifier. Now, no two uh, different contents can generate the same hash. It is unique for a certain content, for a certain file. So now you see that the hash uh, makes the addressing move from the where to, where, uh, to what as the content. So it is moving from the location to the content, which basically means that now anyone can store data and can store it anywhere. And it is now a P2P protocol. So there are no central servers, there is no corresponding data control or any resilience issues. And also it leads to very fast routing uh, for the data. So the data, whether it is large or small, it is very widely and it is immediately available. So now when I was reading all this, I wondered, well, all this is great, right? Hashed is your new address. But hey, wait a minute. How do you expect me to remember the hash? How can one remember this cryptographic string, right? So, but then you see one does not need to remember it. Every file can be found by a human readable name via a decentralized naming system called the IPNS. So that I think would ease things a bit. So well, to revert back to the context of why I'm talking about IPFS with respect to our theme of uh, NFT, the non-fungible token, just to circle back onto that, uh, when we talk about the storage of the NFTs, the storing of the data on a blockchain is very expensive. Blockchains were not incepted for the data storage. 
So to uh, here, what we are doing is you're storing the hash of the data on the blockchain. And to address the constraints of the centralized data storage, which is basically we spoke about in the previous episode, the constraints are like your safety, security, and the data persistence. Uh, you store that data now on an IPFS instance or a node. And the IPFS hash of that data is stored on your blockchain. So this is one example of the decentralized storage. And it is still early days, but the ecosystem is evolving in that direction. So that's it for this particular episode. And uh, this is on the decentralized storage for your NFTs. I would see you in the next episode. Till then, stay safe. Cheers. You've been listening to the Blockchain Hustle. Did you enjoy this podcast? If so, please do leave a short review, like it, share it, download it, subscribe to it. What should I talk about next? Please do let me know your suggestions by writing to me at menu at vlsiconsultancy.com or through any of the other contact channels as shared in the episode notes. Thanks.